new jumper. What do I think to your new jumper? Yeah. I don't like it. No. Nope. Fair enough. Well, that's that. End of the episode. I'm leaving. I'm upset. Finn doesn't like my new hero jumper that was on discount. 30 quid, mate. Is that why you got the same top as well? I like the top. The jumper was 30 quid. So I no, I prefer the jumper to the top, to be fair. Cheers. Oh, I wasn't a fan of the top. I wore it because I was like, oh, it is what it is. But people won't even understand. If you want to know what top I was wearing, go watch Finn's just newest look video. look at the jumper. It's the out. same. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> jumper, but it's just a T-shirt. Take away the hood make it a t-shirt it's the same so yeah i'm matching at this point um they didn't have any shorts unfortunately um to, to add to my combos so it is what it is um welcome back episode 40 isn't it oh yeah yeah it is yeah the big four L. yeah here's to another 40 <laughs> that's what we'll go with <laughs> to be fair i think it's quite cool i think we've have we missed maybe one week when we were both away Oh, like we this haven't before. We, we missed some actually around your show, didn't we? But we haven't. Yeah, no, no. We had, mate, we had like a big hiatus. We had like a good six to eight week hiatus. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I think it was about a month. Was it? It felt a lot longer, if I'm honest. That's because I hated my life, and every day felt like 14 days. And I was like, oh, just make it to my next meal, bro. Just make yeah. it to the next cardio session. But <laughs> in years like- to come. No one will remember that. So when we're on episode 500, we can be like, that's 500 episodes without missing one week. And then yeah. when we're really yeah, famous, no one will remember we'll be really famous by that point. So we can be like, look, guys, consistency pays off. And everyone will be like, yeah. so that's so inspirational that you've not missed a podcast at all for 500 weeks. And we'll be like, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. But the so, OG fans will, will comment like, what about that hiatus? So who would, who would, be, mate, who would be like the, the once you're in, you're in? Hall of OGs. Fame. Yeah, Ped. Nah, Tatender. Tatender is the, the first OG. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Ped. There's obviously lots right. of... No, mate, Charlie Everall watches everyone. Yeah, no, no, no. Right, yeah, mate, there's loads of loads of people. We're famous, right? There's loads. Obviously, we get thousands and mil- we got millions of views on Spotify. No one can see what we get on Spotify. We get millions. <laughs> <laughs> millions. Millions, honestly. But I'm not going to go through everybody that watches them. Like, but I think there's always... There seems to be like a person that is... That we get, we mention a lot in the first few like episodes. It was to tender. Now yeah. it's Ped. Someone, yeah. someone will take. Well, to be fair, with how Ped's going, he's not going to let anyone take his place. Mate, Ped got a question today. Ped got a question for himself. Ped. Oh, did he? Uh, Ped's asked yeah. a um, a fun fact again today. Oh, so he didn't ask. He, I was going to say, where's his fun fact? Yeah. Should we start off? Should we start off his fun facts, and then we'll just get into a yeah, weekly. Yeah, we can... Every week we we'll start off with Ped's fun facts. What's his fun fact for this week? Um, let me have a look. One second. Okay. Uh, it was a message, actually, wasn't it? Okay. Um, so he put, "I was in the gym, and I see a guy I know by sight. He saw him by sight." <laughs> One of his one of his senses smell. I saw him by sight doing flat bench press. He had ten kg on one side and five plus five kg on the other. At the end of the series, I'm guessing he means the set. He looks at me and says, "Okay, right." I answer him, "Look, it would be better if you put ten kg on each side." And he, "Ah, okay." I do a set, and when I come back, I see that he had added ten kg on each side, and now he had a ten plus a ten and a 10 plus a 5 plus a 5, he says to me, better now? Question mark. It still hurts me. Ha, ha, ha. 
This is where you offer him coaching and you say, look, mate, you yeah, actually you send him the go cardless. Yeah, and you send him the PayPal link or the go cardless and then you just say, sign up to that and you'll have my full attention. Until then, I'm not speaking to you. That is a fun fact, Ped, but to be fair, it doesn't really matter that he had a 10 and two fives. No. Yeah, two I think five, five plus five is 10. Yeah. And that's the same as what was on the other side with just one plate. Wow. Crazy. Crazy how math works. Thanks for that fun fact, Ped. We're, we're looking forward already to the next one. Um, but yeah, how's your week been, mate? How's everything? How's life? All good, mate. Feeling, feeling super, super fresh. I've just done a, uh, an infrared sauna um, into a cryotherapy chamber for some uh, hot and cold treatment. So I'm feeling super no fresh. No way. That sounds amazing. Yeah. How much yeah. I did as well. Oh, did you? Yeah. You did. Yeah. yeah. No way. All for my, you, all for my YouTube. Mm. Yeah, that was good. It's going to be a weird video, that. It'll be a weird one to edit, I feel like. Pete's got a bit of a challenge, you yeah. know? Pete's good, though, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not. Too, I'd say just make it a bit more snappy. It doesn't need to have as much content in. Yeah, it'll you know? be like a ten-minute video. Yeah, Add yeah. So pretty much to to summarise, because this will come out what five days before, six days before it comes out. It'll be next Sunday, won't it? Or is it yeah. this? Or is it? Yeah, yeah. Next Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we did our usual um, like weekly or bi-weekly treatment with Aaron, Aaron Briers from. AB Sports Therapy, aka Aaron Briers Sports Therapy. So Aaron from Aaron Sports Therapy. <laughs> we pretty much uh, had our weekly treating uh, within. And then he also helped us out with, I say helped us out, he basically put us in a, a real hot box for about 35 minutes. Um, and then we went into the um, cryo chamber for like three minutes. So it's like you go from being really hot to then being really cold. And to be fair, I, I, w- I would actually agree. It was quite nice in a weird way to actually be with you because... You almost no because you don't you're not like on your own you know you're like fucking hell this is cold yeah. you can almost just fair, have a the, chat. the cryo chamber on your own is quite challenging because you're just staring yeah. the time down and you're like trying to move around and keep yourself busy yeah. but all you think about <clears throat> is how cold you are but like yeah. you say when we were there we were just chatting and it was like oh like it's done we could have probably done another minute like which yeah. doesn't sound like a lot but in there like, it is quite a lot if you were to say you only had a day and you were like, I'm dying tomorrow, and you want to make that day last the longest, you go in the cryo chamber. Yeah. It's like a minute in there feels like an hour. It's like, you know, when you're doing cardio at the latter end of a prep, and you're like, fucking hell, this minute's taking ages. <laughs> like, it's uh, time so moves slowly. If you had to, how long do you think you could actually go in the cryo chamber and survive? Like, so yeah. I, I say survive, but <laughs> come out without being damaged. You know what I mean? It Either skin damage or frostbite or... I think it would depend on my own physiology. Like, I think I could legit- legitimately switch off and be like, you're just stuck in here now, mate. Yeah. You know, until you're dragging me out. So I don't know. Until yeah. someone says, Reese, you're going to die, mate. I reckon I could do... I don't know. I think you would... Your, your own instincts would force you out, especially if it's by choice and it's just like, see how long you can do. Yeah. I reckon I could probably do like seven, eight minutes, but I'd be yeah. fucked. I reckon five minutes would be sound. And then I reckon like every 30 seconds after that, I'd be like, right, I'm close to dying. Yeah. <laughs> Where the sauna on the other hand, I felt like I could have sat in. Yeah, the sauna's nice, wasn't it? Out, just and I've got no relaxing. water and minerals in me. <laughs> yeah, the sauna was good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was quite nice. And it wasn't as like we said, it wasn't like a sauna that you'd been in before, you know, that was like stupidly hot. And it's just like you're dripping in sweat. It was a weird sort of heat. It wasn't like, I've been in saunas before, not many times, but I've been in saunas before and it was a little bit different. To, to that so 
yeah, that was that. And, uh, and anything else, mate? How's training been? How's all good? Uh, you want to report about my fantastic deadlift the other day? 285 kilos for zero reps, everybody. People, zero reps. Can, people can uh, see that on, uh, on, well, they will have hopefully already watched it last night. Actually, yeah. people that haven't watched it. So when this comes out, it'll be yesterday in yesterday's YouTube video. So go watch that. Um, but yeah, we don't need to embarrass you, mate. The video does that enough, so we won't go into it now. Um, but no, tra- to be fair, training is probably, this has been the best week of training since the deload. Um, my back's feeling okay. I said to you, I, I sneezed and it wasn't painful for the first time in months, which was weird. And I was saying to Aaron, like, it is literally just from taking the dumbbell press out. Took the dumbbell yeah. press out two weeks later, my back feels fine again. Like, well, I say fine. It's not great, but it's manageable, a lot more manageable. Um, yeah, the past two weeks have been frustrating, to be honest. Like, my training's been a bit meh, especially upper-wise. Like, lower body's been really good, but my upper body training has been a bit poor. Not, like, numbers-wise or anything like that, but just in terms of it being frustrating. Like, every time I try and do a movement, it's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. Even just, like I was saying to you, in bed, like, I had to have my arm as if I was in a sling. Otherwise, it just felt like my shoulder was just grinding on itself. Like, it was uncomfortable all the time. So, yeah. Just from taking, well, I think it's just from taking the dumbbells out and it just took a bit of time for it to recover. But yeah, my back it does yeah. feel a good amount better. So that, that's all good. Um, legs was good on Tuesday. Five legs was days. very good. That was a really good session. Yeah, it was, that was probably the best we've had, I'd say, on that since the pendulum's been in. Like, that was probably, you know, like the first few weeks in the pendulum, that was good. And then I think since we've had the hack, those were the, the, that was the best set that we, or best session that we've had collectively. Yeah, yeah no major complaints. Yeah. My train's been sound. It's been all good. I feel pretty battered. Um, I can definitely tell like a few things. Like when I'm going for a walk, I said to you, like my back just cramped up. But I can definitely tell like I'm not running on like a red line, but it's been like, I think about five weeks, hasn't it been now? Four or five weeks since the last. Four weeks, yeah. Yeah. And that was only a very this small deal. This is the fourth week. Yeah. And uh, I, I was saying to a client today and they're checking because they were asking me about like how long it takes for me to burn out. On, and I said, it's all person dependent, but usually four weeks I'll be spot on. And then I'm, I'm, my performance is still rising and I get to like five weeks. And I'm like, okay, can feel it six weeks. And I'm like, right, this is the last week. <laughs> so I've probably got another two weeks, I'd say, uh, of training well until like literally the wheels start to fall off and I end up in a ditch. So ideally, I'd like to pull back prior to me ending up in that ditch. But uh, but no, all in all, everything's good. Everything's progressed by the deadlifts that were absolutely shocking. <laughs> but again, go watch the video. You'll see. Um, so yeah, I, don't really, I haven't really even thought about them, if I'm honest. Like I, I legitimately, I'm not too oh, sure. Why. What I'm doing You've been fucking crying about them every day. Yeah, I've been saying to Finn, like, mate, my stress management's awful. I just keep thinking. I woke up, I had a nightmare of me failing a deadlift. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I went, oh, jumped up out of bed. I was like, oh, God. It was real. <laughs> oh, much Thank God. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, otherwise, everything's all good. Uh, 120 kilos for the first time this morning, which is a bit of a milestone. I don't really think it is. I find it a bit weird. Like, we, we said it the same, you know, when you hit, like, um, 220 and you were like, well, I've been 220 pounds, but you haven't been. But you would have been 100, like 120 pounds when you were like going to bed. And like I've seen 120 plus kilos for literally the last like 10 nights when I just hop on the scale when I'm brushing my teeth at night. And I'm like, oh, I'll just see what I am. And uh, I'm like, oh, 122. And, I was, and then I woke up and I was 120 kilos for the first time. And again, no enjoyment. I'm just like, oh, sound. <laughs> like, I don't really take too much of it. Scale weight doesn't really tell any kind of story, does it? Like... It's like when people are like, oh, you know, fucking hell, he looks massive. He's, he's 300 pounds. It's like, yeah, but he's six foot seven. Like, yeah, yeah 300 pounds isn't that impressive at, at that height. 
Like, you know, yeah, it's still, don't get me wrong, it's still heavy, but anybody could be 300 pounds, just eat loads of food and get fat. Like, it's just a number. Like, it's regardless. I mean, you, you were 225 today. I'm look at me. Yeah, I, I look like shit. I've got no muscle. And I was 225 pounds. Anybody could do it. I could be 300 yeah, pounds anybody. if I wanted. Trust me, guys, anybody can do it. If Finn can get to 225 pounds, look the way he does. Literally, Trust me, anybody. Anybody, yeah. <laughs> anybody can do it. Anybody at all. But yeah, so yeah, I don't really take too much of it. But it was like a bit of a cool milestone because I'm like, oh, I want to panic. Sound, you know? But again, I'm not really asked. It is what it is. Um, yeah, but yeah, otherwise, mate, nothing to report. There was one thing I did want to touch upon, and it was what we spoke about the other day. And I've completely forgot, so I shouldn't have brought this up because I'm going to waste both our times thinking. But I'm pretty sure we spoke about something in the gym, or it might have been Saturday, you know, after we trained. And it, I can't remember exactly what it was. So again, I do apologise because this is meaning no content. But we brought something up, we spoke about something. I remember thinking, we should speak about this on the podcast. Where? I can't when remember. When was it? Saturday. Nah, Saturday we spoke about stress. It wasn't that. Um... Try to think what it would be. If it comes to me, I'll tell you because I thought it was quite a good topic. And I remember saying to myself, Oh, I'll try, I'll remember to bring that up because it was, we, we got into quite a good little chat about it. But again, I can't remember exactly what it was. So again, forget me, ignore me. Do you want to get into the questions or do you, did you have some thought process to what we spoke about? We, we just chatted about something. I can't remember exactly what it is. No, mate, I don't remember. Fantastic. Right. Are you doing questions from last week then? Uh, yeah, you go first. Cool. Right, we've got a fair few. Um, we'll, go, we'll start off. Who would be a better bouncer, Finn of FK Physiques or Reese from Reese Cheat? Not Reese Fit, Reese Cheat. Cheers, go. Thanks for that. Um, Who would be a better bouncer? I feel like I would. Mike, could you more aggressive, mate? I've got a beard. Got a beard. No, yeah. I feel like from a from a standpoint of like just having someone bigger at the door, obviously you, but I just think you'd be shit at it. I feel like, I, I feel like you'd just, I don't know, you'd just, you'd be too lackadaisical and you'd just let anyone in and then there'd be, there'd be stabbings and everything going on in there. And I'd be, I'd be um, really, really, um, you'd be a job's worth. I'd be, a, be massive a job's, job's worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. That's what it would be. So yeah, I, I agree to be fair. I think I'd just be like, Right, mate, how you doing? Yep, sound going. <laughs> like I wouldn't I don't think I'd take too much like care in like making sure that someone isn't walking in with a massive machete. I'd just be like, Yep, you look sound. See you later, mate. <laughs> you know. So yeah, I'd say Finn from FK Physiques instead of Roost Cheap. That's for definite. Um, do you want to get into yours? I've like I said, I've got no, pretty much about going. I can't find it. Right. Cool. Um, okay, so Miles Mason, you ready, mate? Why is every bird that comes up on my explore page is followed by Finn Kelly coach? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, mate. I've actually, I've not seen similar, but any girl that I think's ever followed me follows you and you follow them. And I was a bit like, hmm. Can't, I can't, I can't, uh, can't explain. No further questions, please. I, uh, no, no, I, I'm going to bring my talk, lawyer. Bring my lawyer in. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. If I talk, I'm in big trouble. I don't want to get in big trouble. Yeah. No, <laughs> probably just because back in the day, obviously you were was... massive. You were a massive player. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, when I was starting Instagram and starting like an Instagram page, you'd follow loads of people. You follow, mate. You follow like six thousand people or something crazy. 
Yeah. No, I follow. Yeah, I follow like six thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I. All my just guys though on the explore page. Yeah, mine were just mine. Mine were females. It's nothing like it's completely accidental. They could have been males, but they were accidentally females. Oh okay, yeah. So, yeah. Mine I, don't, I don't see gender. I don't see gender. I just see you know people as people. Yeah, I thought you I'm, just saw everybody the money sign because that's what you're interested in. As, I'm as gender. I'm, no, mate. I'm gender fluid. I see. I, I just see people as people. I see their their personality. For all I know, they they could be males. I'm not looking at their photos. Mm. I just I just, I'm just there for their personality. Fair enough. Well, if, 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 if they didn't follow me back, I just unfollow. <laughs> Yeah. So obviously all these people followed me back so I just was like yes yeah, Sam they didn't follow me back unfollow them and then follow them again six weeks later and be like please follow me I want to try and get them no no no, no. You, what you do is you, unf- you follow them again then you unfollow like within a day and then you do it again and then you do it like four times then you just you're like oh, so you follow. get a message saying can you please fuck off and you're like ah they've realised <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> like Cheers, cheers for the message, mate. Is there any chance of that follow back? <laughs> you just reply. Thanks for the message, mate. I was actually after a follow, not a message back. Not a message back. Thanks, though. Appreciate it. Maybe yeah. it'll help with the algorithm. <laughs> the yeah, message exactly. back. <laughs> I find that sort of behaviour so bizarre. There's a few people that I know. Well, I say I know. I don't. But they follow, like, they follow me and unfollow me. And if I notice it once and I accidentally like, don't follow someone back, because if someone's into training and they, they, they post training clips and they look like the account that's like, not not i'm not gonna say super generic but I'm, i'll just follow someone back if they follow me uh, i rarely follow people first just based off the fact that i usually will just see people follow I'll go, okay cool i'll follow them back but if i've like accidentally not followed you back or i thought oh, i'm not following you back for whatever reason or i don't even see it but then i notice like oh i've seen this guy like my photos before and he's followed me again i then intentionally not follow him back because i'm like this is a bit weird and i just see how many times there's been people i know I've done it like five six times it's very strange but maybe you should just follow them back no, but I feel like it's, it's almost like a game at this point. You've unfollowed me and followed me five yeah. times. You know it what I mean? It makes you not like, want to do it even more. Yeah. Yeah. Like I might even go on your account and like a photo just to know that I'm like, oh, I'm seeing the follow. <laughs> I'm seeing you, but I'm not following. <laughs> right. Yeah, I found exactly. the questions. Um, this one. Oh, do you remember? Uh, we said we'd start on this and we haven't. It's from Jay Murphy Fitness. He said, proudest moment of yourselves and each other. We said we'd start on that. Do you remember? Oh, Yeah. Right. Proudest moment of myself. Or we are doing both ourselves. So like, what's the proudest moment you ever had, mate? Mm. I don't know. I get proud when I think about the process, but there's not one moment that I'm proud, if that makes sense. I don't think I ever stop and think, oh, no, pat myself on the back or anything like that. Like, obviously, I felt like, after my show, I was happy. Like, yeah, I came third. I wasn't like buzzing with it, but I was like with how the show kept getting pushed back and everything like that, which was just a ball ache. Like it was a nice feeling. Obviously Shannon was there. Like it was a weird year with COVID and everything. So like that, I wouldn't say I was proud. I'm not no, proud I to come third. I wouldn't be proud to win the fucking Carabao Cup either. Mate, um, at least I won that. And then the overall, you didn't even do either. Mate, in a fucking Carabao Cup. I'd, I'd win the Natty Carabao Cup. Natty Carabao Cup. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you class as proud. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I was proud of myself for finishing uni because I hated it. I absolutely hated it. So by the end of that, like, it was a proper like, relief. It was a massive weight off my shoulder. So I was quite proud of myself for not quitting because I just couldn't stand it. And I already knew what I was going to do, basically, because I'm doing it now. I was doing it then, like, just at a lesser extent. So I guess I was quite proud of that. Um, proud of bagging Sharon. Bagging Sharon, yeah. 
Because yeah. you followed 20,000 girls. And then she was 25. I was proud of myself when, uh, when I asked her to move in because I asked her in like a really nice way and it was a nice memory. And she said yes, obviously, because she's living with me. But I, I'm just trying to think of nice moments where I yeah. guess there's that class as being proud. Yeah, it is weird. I'm, in a weird way, I'm quite proud of how I am now. But that's not the same content. Don't be. Be quiet, mate. Be quiet. You're ruining a lovely moment on the Once You're In Your Own podcast episode 40. Um, But no, I'm proud of how I am. Like I'm proud of how the the person I am. I'm very content in the sense of the person I am and I know who I am, which I think is quite rare. Um, But that's not to be like, I'm content with everything. Like I always want more. But like, if I was to look back at my last year, I mean, I was proud of like 2021, 2022 uh, so far. And like, I feel like every year just gets better. Like if I was to look back last year, competed for the first time, did as well as I thought relatively. um, Like uh, my goals were like, no, but I I knew that everything... I just, wanted, I just wanted, to get, I wanted to get my feet wet and I, I knew I was decent and that was confirmed. So I was like, right, quite proud of the process. Um, knew I wasn't miles away from the level I need to be. I'm proud of finishing uni last year. Um, and like proud that like at the start of the year, it was where like I remember at the back end of 20, 2020, I was like, I wonder what I'm going to do when I finish uni. And then it was where I was coaching full time from the first few months during a lockdown when I literally I remember that lockdown and I was thinking fucking hell last thing I need in the last few months to uni is to have a lockdown where it's going to slow down my coaching and uh, and the, the like the business kind of growth but that didn't happen if anything it was the even better it, yeah. So, yeah yeah so like last year in total I was proud of the entire year but I haven't ever really took a step back and was like oh my god I'm so proud like I almost because I put so much work and put so much time in when things come out of it I'm like well that's what should have happened, you know, <laughs> like fair enough. If you like, I, like, I don't think I get outworked in many situations and that's not like hardest worker in the room outwork me, but I'm like, well, I worked fucking hard for what I've done. So like I, I should be relatively proud, but yeah, it's dependent really. Um, and then mate, we've got to do a nice one. What are we both proud about each other? Not proud Nothing. of you. No. <clears throat> I'll never um, thanks. Thanks. Got to keep you grounded. Um, told you. Got to keep me grounded. You yeah. will never ever do anything that makes me proud. Just know that, right? <laughs> you never ever do anything. Um, I have to think. No, mate. I was proud at your show. To be fair, like the Thanks, Carabao bro. Cup was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice day. I wasn't proud. Of I it. think that was also. It was also because it was the first show. No, because I think it was the first show. The reason why I was quite proud and how it went. Like, yeah. I think if I had won, if I had won the second and third show, it would have just been like sound. Like I'm, I'm decent, you know. <laughs> like I don't think it would have had the same. That first show was quite special because it was like yeah, because it was the first, first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like by the second and third, like I wouldn't have had any more mental enjoyment. I would have been like, because I knew looking at the level that I was good, but I wasn't as good as I could, or I should be, you know, I could be. So therefore, like I knew from the first show, even though I was fucking good, I was like, right, there's still going to be people better than me, you know. I wasn't like I'm going to be on the best physique guy amateur physique guy in the world I wasn't um, you, you, said that. you know I wasn't I didn't even I, I said I was like we'll see we'll see how things go like I knew there were people that were good so even if I'd won the second and third one it wouldn't have been like any better I, I like right. we, we did think that you would do Jack didn't we like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we yeah. like even throughout the prep we're like I, I remember saying like there's no chance that Jack will beat Reese because I just saw him as that tiny guy from yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying that. Like he was very small the year before when he mm. competed in the UK FBA. He did well. Obviously, he's yeah. got great shape. Yeah. But I was like, "There's no chance." And then obviously seeing him compete was like, "Fuck!" 
Like, yeah, he's yeah. very good. Yeah, very Way better, good. so much better than you. So much so better. Much better. Yeah, so much better. Yeah, no, a testament to Jack, like I said, and likewise, like Alex, like the cool guys. Like it's, it's nice. Oh, yeah, There's, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. He, was just, he was very, very, very good. Yeah, 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 like very, 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 very good. Like I think if you were to show both of us photos of him, like let's say four weeks out, from the from the Arnold's, we were both like, "Yeah, sandwich would be right." Like it'll be good to see. If you were to show us four weeks out of him, I'd be like, "Yeah, you've yeah, got I probably missed." <laughs> <missed." laughs> yeah, like it would be like, "Yeah, it's probably a good missed. thing that you didn't know that he was doing it because it might have, it wouldn't have made a difference." No, it wouldn't have made. No, any no, difference. mate. Want to know the weirdest thing? I actually did see someone share a photo of him, and I I read it like two weeks before the finals, and I was like, "Oh, he's not going to be a junior." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, and uh, I think I saw even Junior Physique, and I thought, nah, he's just tagging that as a tag. Like, I didn't even read too much into it. And to be fair, mate, on his profile, I didn't even, age 22. I didn't nah. even, nah, nah. I didn't even like pay attention. Like, for example, like with Jack, I saw his Instagram, like, we knew that he was doing the show, but I wasn't, I didn't check it. Like, I was just like, oh, cool. This is the guy I'm competing against. I wasn't like, and the same if I saw Alex's account, I wouldn't be like stalking him, like, oh my God, I'm up against him. You know, not like worth, it was. There were people going into that show, like, there were, I know Cam Wales was doing the PCA finals. He won an overall. So I was like, right, he must be all right. There was uh, there was that, um, uh, is it Fraser guy? Is it Fraser? Um, the, the guy finished fourth. He looked really good. Uh, I thought, like, um, something like Fraser, I think it's Fraser something. Uh, I thought he was really good. He won the junior show, like I think Junior London show. I thought he looked mint. Um, like it was like there was loads of people coming in, and I was like, right, this is sound. Like you don't get scared from, and you shouldn't be. At the end of the day, if I want to be at a pro level, and this is what you have to think, if I want to be at a pro level, I need to not only be the best junior, I need to be the best guy in the entire show at far harder shows than PCA shows, you know. So that's the level you need to be. So you might as well embrace the people who are fucking good and think, yeah, sound. I need to be better. You know, even if I'd won, even if I'd won the finals, fuck it, we probably would have actually gone for a pro card this year. Or likewise, if I'd won all the shows, we probably would have said, yeah, let's, let's see. But it would have probably still been the same. Where like this year, I know for a physique guy, I'd be very good. Like I'd be very, very good. I'd be much improved from last year. But would I be at a pro level? Probably not. I don't think I'd be far off. I'd probably last year I was probably year, six kilos off. Yeah, you will be. Yeah, I think last year I was probably six kilos off. This year I'll probably be three kilos Isn't off. Isn't that weird to year. think, though? Like, next year, like, yeah. when you compete, the goal will be for you to get a pro card and, like, we'll go travelling to do it if we need to because you're not very going to win an, uh, a show in England because you're not that good. So we'll go, <laughs> like, to Scandinavia and shit to, to try and help you get a pro card. Won't that be, be cool? Yeah, would be. Once you're in, you're in on tour. Like, yeah, but in all seriousness, guys, like, that will be pretty cool. Yeah. No, we ought to, I know you said like, oh, it wouldn't be as good as it sounds. And I know, I know that it's like competing abroad does sound f- more fun than I imagine it would be because yeah. you'd be jet lagged and you'll be tired and you're obviously you know, not going to feel amazing anyway. But if like there was a show that we both like, or there's a WMBF show on this day and there's a, yeah. a, a two bro show on this day or whatever, like, that'd be pretty cool. Well, we have a road trip. We're like... Same spot, we'll be like, right, I'll compete, you compete. Like FaceTime backstage, but like, hey mate, how you doing? Well, we'd try and do it on different days so we could go and support. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. You better uh, move into the house, mate, and start saving some pennies because we'll have some weekends away next year. That's what it'll be. Mate, we need to get the house sorted. Yeah, you do. Right, we'll move on from that. Uh, is it my question? 
Should I can I smash through the ones from last time and then we'll just go through majority of yours? If you must. This is from that Christopher, you know, that tags us in stories, mates with Charlie GTA. Yes. Doesn't follow either of us. <laughs> I don't know. Will will the hosts of Once When You're In be at any expos this year? Myself and Charlie Baker need that photo. <laughs> Fair enough. Um I'd imagine so. Yeah. yeah. Like it was the expos. We're talking show no. Arnold's will be there, most likely. Will we? You've oh, got yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Jack's coming. But that being said, I know the Jack's PCA on, first on time. Friday, though. Is that on the Friday? Okay, fair enough. It would be good, mate. You know, if we did like, if we stayed out and we did like, uh, we went to watch the pro show and then we, we stayed out and then like went and then went around the expo on Sunday. That was a big night out. Big night out on the lash. Yeah, yeah. come back oh, in. Maybe. Walking around the expo. Maybe. Oh, nah. Maybe maybe CMP. We, got asked, we got asked for a photo, by the way. Yeah, we did. I was say, yeah. Maybe CMP will actually ask me this year. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then I'm like, oh, can I bring a plus one? And yeah. I'll bring well, no, mate, Subclass were there last year, you know? Were they? They had a stall. Yeah, they had a stall. Yeah. Mate, yeah, the guy had a stall. I'm sound. Yeah. I'd be like, he'd be like, oh, can you, can you stand topless like all the other athletes? I'd be like, mate, I'm 145 kilos. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mess. <laughs> no chance. All right. Uh, this is from Charles Parsons. Big Charles. Big Charles. One thing you wish you knew earlier since you started BB. Um, Not since we started bodybuilding, since we started BB. Started BB. So there's a difference. Bodybuilding and then you evolve into a BB. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, you always need more muscle. Um, focus on execution. <laughs> I'm thinking of things that, like, you know, that most people, like, you see, I wish I knew the tips. You know, track your macros. Yeah. Wait, what? I feel um, like there's, a lo- there's loads of generic ones, but like, yeah. uh, this one is a generic one, but I would say, like, people worry far too much about being lean at the start. And it's like, you just need yeah. more muscle. Like, stop trying to be shredded and just eat and train hard and get stronger like yeah. you do that for three years of your first three years of training like you're going to build a very very good physique in three years if you just focus on the basics and don't worry about trying to be lean for instagram or for holidays or anything like if you can do that if i'd have done that from 17 to 20 now i'd be in a much better position than i am yeah like i feel like now realistically is the first proper off season that i'm having really like I had a six month push up before I started prep last year, which was a bit aggressive because it was like, right, you know, you, you don't need to be as lean as you are now and you need more muscle. It was like pushed on for six months and then I dieted down. Like th- this is properly like the, the, the proper first off season. Imagine if I've done this when I was 17 for five years and then competed as a junior, I'd be way better. Like, but you just don't know that at the time, do you? Like you just think, well, I know you did that because like you were a fat mess at 16, but that was nothing to do with bodybuilding. That's just because you were just fat. <laughs> no chance it was. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to get big. I, I remember I had that awakening call because I think everybody gets to a point where they get lean. You look at yourself and you go, fucking hell, I have no muscle. And I had that awakening at like 14. So instead of me thinking, right, I'm just going to stay at this body weight and just main gain and be like a kilo heavier next year and look the same. I was like, right, I'm just going to get heavy. 
so it was like two dominoes a week. I, I pretty much like took my mum out for a second mortgage when it comes to dominoes per week. It was ridiculous, mate. I used to have like a large pizza and like five boxes of dough balls like twice per week. It was like 6,000 calories or 5,000 calories in one meal twice per week. Uh, horrendous foods. I was fat as anything, but I was quite strong. And as a result of that, I put on a decent amount of muscle. And I remember, I think I dieted and I was like, 10 kilos heavier the following no not the following year there's two years afterwards and i was leaner so i was i'm not really like 10 kilos of tissue but legitimately it was like right i've put on a decent amount of size here i don't look tiny i still look small but i was all right so yeah there we go that's that's the answer to that one then perfect hopefully you're content with that sure um one more your question This is from Chloe, my client. She put best research topics for bodybuilding slash fitness. So I'm guessing she just means like, if you're wanting to learn more about bodybuilding, what should you research? It's a bit like bodybuilding. Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, but like research topics, when you're at uni and it's like, right, this is the research topic and it's like a specific avenue that you have to go down to learn about whatever but yeah there isn't really like you could say like, oh, you, could, you, know, you could break up bodybuilding into like i would just kind of break it down into like you've got your training your recovery and then your nutrition and your training you could look at like let's say progressive overload the literature behind that reps and reserve failure training etc exercise selection i did a, a uni um module on literally like it was um, uh, pretty much an exercise selection program based off how well they respond to each uh, specific exercise that so was like barbell flat bench versus i think it was like a dumbbell press or something i can't this was like two years ago at this point so i can't remember exactly but it was like exercise to exercise and the internal level of kind of stimulus we get and likewise just how much of a muscle switched on from each specific exercise and it was ranked and it was pretty much like these are the best exercises these are the best. so you can have that you can look at nutrition the one thing we've always said about nutrition when it comes to literature is it's so, so there's not one answer there's about a million everything contradicts itself which for a uni uh, like let's say module is fantastic it, it just there's, argue. There's, there's there's yeah there's, there's some in, but, but yeah there's not yeah. one definitive this is what you should be doing there's like this yeah. person said this in 2008 and this person says this but they're all within a a very close proximity in terms of yeah definitely and then recovery could almost be a, a byproduct of almost both of those and then looking at how recovery could impact training so i'd almost break it down into those three and then you could look into the the intricacies and the more in-depth areas to, to those three and go from there there's never a, there's there's always more that you could learn like like you say you could break training down to that but then you could go down into you know biomechanics of, of the body you could go down into anatomy like there's there's so many different ways and, and avenues you can go down to keep learning like there's never you're never going to know everything we've said that before people are like, oh when should i start coaching i want to know i want to learn more i want to learn everything before i start it's like you're never going to learn everything like there's there's always going to be more that you can learn there's always new things coming out as well there's always new literature coming out you know there's always new sort of ideas that people will have uh, we spoke about the the RF set or the FR set um, that we've uh, RF. FR, that we've uh, that we've named. Obviously, we yeah. invented it. So yeah, soon enough yeah. that'll be famous and it'll be in all the uh, all the bodybuilding books. We'll have to make our own bodybuilding. I'm going to ask, um, I'm gonna ask um, Pete to do a reel for me and send that over because oh, yeah. that'll be quite fun. I'll say that to him. How do you do? You just say to him, "Hey, mate, could you sort me a reel out for this part?" Uh, I have to. I clip them up and then I send him them. But I pay him more for it because it's obviously taken up his time. I'll oh, do you. Fair enough. 
I'll, I'll, we'll speak about that because I don't even know. I saw the reels and I was like, oh, cool. Uh, like, I need well, to get this. Finn's, Finn's content is fire, bro. Is that what you thought? No, I thought, like, God, he's uploading another reel of a cut from a video that's going to be in there soon. So, Mate, yeah, the videos are like, from a while ago. Mm, yeah, I think they were actually. But yeah, I know they were. I'm the one posting it, mate. All right, sorry, mate. Who do you want to go? Sorry, you're an Instagram guru. Me. Mate, I've overtook you on followers now. Chill out. Yeah, because you, you, you follow about 9,000 people. Mate, I've done you on followers and I'm gaining at a faster rate than you, bro. Like, everything's about, if it's not about Instagram. You 100 people per day, mate. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I should follow so many people. I'm like, oh my God, my followers are just blowing are, up. How many are you following now? About 9,000. Mate, we are now like 6,000. I have done an Istanbul comeback. You were on like 10K when I was on like five. Now, I've hey, mate, look, look, you know at you, You're, look at you. You're a big gearhead. People are going to click on nah, your. No, people look at me and go, "He's got serious potential." They look at you and think, "God, when's this guy's going to die?" <laughs> he's just a, he's fat natty. Yeah, fat natty. And they look at me thinking, "Fatted hands." <laughs> That's all it is. Just the difference. No, but people are like, "You're going to attract more people because you have a, a bigger, better physique." So you should be on hundreds of thousands of followers, mate. You're doing really shit, to be honest. I'm doing all right for a fat natty. <laughs> for a fat <laughs> limit yourself by classification I'm a fat night. Mate. mate how am I even like how, how do 11,000 people even follow me as a fat night? <laughs> you'll that's, be saying I'm soon. fucking proud of that that's, I'll tell you what that's what I'm most proud of should have gone back to that other question <laughs> 11,000 followers oh funny right have you done all your questions now yeah that's all the ones from last week I've only got a few from this week but don't worry if we don't get around yeah. to them GB Fitness again. Uh, these are literally in order. Part one, do you think people sacrifice training enjoyment for optimality? Part two, for example, cuffing every shoulder movement and following the latest training trend. <laughs> trend. <laughs> trend. He's put, he didn't put a D. So training trend. Mate, have you been following the la- latest uh, tra- training trend? Have you been trend. following some trend? Um, yeah, I think people do jump on the bandwagon a lot. And it's like, Oh, I saw this person doing it, so I'm going to do it. And it's like fair enough. Like, if it to be fair, like you might find a movement that you really enjoy doing that, and you progress it really well, and you you know might get a lot out of it. But also, it might just be oh, I'm a bit bored of this one, so I'm going to switch it out, mm-hmm. even if it's been progressing well. Um, but yeah, I think it's a tough one because when people say like, oh, do you think people focus more so on optimizing their training rather than enjoying their training? enjoyment is a massive part of making something optimal or quote unquote optimal like if you're not enjoying your training you're not going to be performing at your best yeah you're not going to be you're not going to want to perform at your best you know if if you were like for example if we were on a leg day going in and doing three sets of a barbell back squat like whatever it may be obviously that's not going to be classed as optimal but let's say we're doing movements we just didn't enjoy but they were supposedly going to be better for us they wouldn't actually be better for us yeah, it's the yeah. same. The same as another way, the other way around. So for someone that absolutely loves barbell back squatting and it's their favorite exercise and they feel like they get loads out of it, would it be better for them to do a hack? Potentially, probably. Yeah, it's more stable environment. They can probably get more knee flexion. It's safer, etc., etc., etc. But they find it boring. Are they going to get more out of a hack if they find it boring and they don't get switched on for it and they don't attack it as much? They don't want to progress it as much. Whereas the, the barbell back squat is all they think about. It's all they focus on progressing. So that enjoyment side of things can often make it actually make you need to focus more on enjoyment. So it's a tough one. I think it also depends on the level that you're at. Like for someone who just wants to train and enjoy it and look a bit better, then you shouldn't be giving them movements that you're like, well, this is way more optimal. You need to use a cuff. It's like just give them basic exercises that 
are easier for them to master easier for them yeah. to set up they don't need to wait for equipment they don't need to buy loads more equipment they don't need to buy loads of bands at different tensions diff- depending on how strong they are or the movement things like that just give them basic movements that they know what to do and and they can still enjoy that like yeah i think it depends on the on the level and also like also, well, uh, what were you gonna say i was gonna say like when it comes to like being optimal i'd really argue at times is it really like, at top, like does it really and this is maybe me being slightly naive but does it really make a massive difference like if you said if you can progress a, a set like we've trained during lockdown periods where we were barbell pressing twice per week and you could argue oh well a barbell press isn't as optimal as for example doing a machine chest press or let's say a machine shoulder press or a pin loaded plate load shoulder press but from a progression standpoint if you can still progress which we did we got very very strong at those barbell presses stronger than what we would do usually if we would have a barbell press in because we were doing them so often and as a result of it even though that exercise might not be optimal i could argue and because of the fact that we actually enjoyed them we could maybe make make it more optimal as you said do you go know what i mean exactly like we so, went into yeah. those sessions like I was thinking all week what I want to get on that barbell press all, all three days until I, I look forward it. to those. I look forward to those pressing sessions more than anything. Like yeah. those pressing sessions were like some of my favorite thought processes. Like if I was to think about my enjoyment over training in the last couple of years, it's like our yeah. Saturday sessions. Fantastic. Like I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I know obviously you had issue with your knees, but even yeah. so like, you know, we still, the, the belt squat and the, the hack squat when we got the hack squat on the leg press, like, mm-hmm. you know, every session we were progressing that really, really well because we, yeah. it was all we were focusing on. Like the leg yeah. extension was shit. The hamstring curl was shit. It was like, yeah. we've got these two big movements that we, we have got to attack. And that sort of even, that led to more enjoyment because they were progressing yeah. well. So yeah, I think, yeah. you know, it's, they almost both work off each other. What, what is optimal and what you enjoy can both yeah. often be the same thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree completely. And then, yeah, like with the second part, like cuffing every shoulder movement, it's like, unfortunately, with trends, people do follow it. So, like, if, unfortunately, like JP, for example, a few years ago, if he was to put up, he reverse banded everything. He, did, he never actually did. I can't remember him really reverse banding much. But let's say he reverse banded every press. And this was three years ago when everyone listened to him uh, and he was like a god. Every single person in the gym the following week would be doing it, wouldn't they? He remember, I remember him doing loads of exercise and people would follow it, you know. And that's not to say they were bad. It was just to say that people do a C and exercise and they think, okay, I'm going to do it now. And in the grand scheme of things, again, like uh, people always follow trends. It's, it's how it is. It's how society works. You see one person do it, another person picks it up, another person does it, and then everyone does it. Yeah. All our listeners copy our dumbbell RDL. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is. And the, the leg extension giant set or giant rest pause. Yeah. yeah. Um, go on, mate. You can go again. Um, right. Uh, what are the benefits? Jesse Oldenburg, uh, all the way from the Netherlands, uh, one of my clients. Um, what are the benefits of having different set of macros on TD and NTD? Look at you. Look at you. Literally, I've just had some water and you're like poised waiting for my answer. Got your attention. I've got you on a piece of string, mate. <laughs> right, fair enough. I was also thinking, you're taking a pretty long time with that gulp. I know, mate. And I was waiting for you to be like, what the fuck are you doing? But you just waited. Yeah, you literally were like, you're like, yeah, it was quite, uh, quite nice of you. You just waited. Uh, yeah. So, what difference between tra- training day and rest day food, or why? Yeah. Um, yeah. What are the benefits? So we spoke about 
before. Yeah, we have. To... Basically, when you're training, likelihood is you're going to be expending more more calories. Um, you're going to need more carbohydrates because they're our most sort of readily available source of energy, um, especially for bodybuilding style training. Um, so yeah, that's why you know generally you'll benefit from having higher calorie, higher carb, um, and then on rest days dependent on how active you are if you have like a really active job then that difference between a training day and a rest day might not be quite that as much but if you have a really sedentary job it might be a bigger difference between the the calories on a training day and a rest day um, obviously again you know you're not going to need quite as much energy because you're not expending as much energy you're not going to need as many carbs uh, often what i'll do with clients is just have them on higher fats so they can get more essential fats in on those days because training days fats are going to be pretty low because we're prioritizing carbs um but yeah that's the, the only real benefit it's not even something that you need to do like no. uh, also actually what i quite like doing is for some people i do have them on pretty low rest day food just to help with appetite for training days if they're on quite a lot of food so i might have i've had clients on like 800 carbs on a training day but only 350 on a rest day so those rest days yeah. they get to give their body a bit of a break give their pancreas a bit of a break from uh, producing insulin and just basically help in terms of recovery a little bit more and then drive appetite up for the, the next day because anybody will know you know when you're eating a hell of a lot of food it does get a little bit difficult and you feel a little bit lethargic a lot so if you can have some lower days on rest days like i always feel better on a rest day not only from obviously yeah. recovering from training but also because i'm not force feeding myself throughout Lots the day food. to get meals yeah. in and you know pre and post workout so yeah that helps as well yeah but like if you are to break it down by like 3 p.m i've had or 2 p.m on a training day i've had three meals and then i'm having my intra two hours after you know where on a non-training day by 3 p.m i'm literally just finished my second meal i've done some cardio so my appetite's higher in the mornings or afterwards anyway like and i'm almost a little bit more not relaxed but i'm definitely not like right i need to eat this meal i need to have it this time because then i need to be doing this i need to be doing that my rest days i can be a bit less just in general stressed if we're thinking that food is a, is a stressor which to be fair when food's high it is and like i also you mentioned like physical kind of not fatigue but physical the onslaught of food can get there and then also it's the same as if you think about it from a psychological standpoint when you're shoveling food constantly and then you wake up on a rest day and you're like for example with me i don't have a, my first meal on a rest day for about the first hour and a half of me waking up so that's nice i can get up get on with my cardio get on with work for an hour then i can go and eat it's not where i'm getting up making a meal straight away getting that down when i'm not that hungry so again from a psychological standpoint it can help massively and eventually when you get to a point ideally in the gaining phase if you can max out training day food and that's going to be relevant to each individual and then i would always argue are you actually truly maxed out you usually get more food but let's say you physically cannot get more food in and you look at your non-training days and go well i've got let's say let's say you're on 5500 calories on a training day but you're on 3300 on a non-training day you can be like right well i've got two rest days but you can add a thousand calories to each of these not obviously in one jump that could be 2000 plus weekly calories you can get in which is going to be significant at the tail end of a gaining phase if you need to be getting more food to push body weight up so there's gonna be plenty of benefits that's for sure um so yeah uh, it would actually be quite good if i got jesse's uh train day non-train day macros and, and compared because it was probably fairly similar i know his foods he's like after a reversal phase he was ill the last week um but yeah that would have actually been quite good to break it down and, and the reasons why but you should check in tomorrow jesse so or three days ago i'll explain to you and you check in that's what we'll do so yeah um do you want to do your question mate or your questions uh this is from woody's fitness how He's asked me a question. Would how much money would it take to stop coaching slash bodybuilding? Coaching slash bodybuilding very different. So coaching yeah, yeah. and then bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, I don't coaching. 
you would say, and this is the thing, you would say, I'd need to have more money that I'm making now. But then I'd question, would I enjoy, I wouldn't enjoy just sitting around doing nothing. But you'd find like, something else to do that you enjoy. That's the thing. Like, yeah, you wouldn't just yeah, sit definitely. on your ass. You'd find another way of keeping yourself busy. Hey, I'd, be, no, I'd be playing FIFA career mode all day. I'd be doing Road, yeah, but road then to you'd, Glory. You'd stream it. <laughs> yeah honestly mate uh, like, you know what i mean you, you yeah. find other ways of being productive and enjoying like making making money in other ways like if, if someone was to give me a million pounds and say stop coaching i'd be like yeah i wouldn't want to do it but you know what i mean it'd be like right well i can invest that into this this this, and this i can that can literally yeah, cover yeah. me forever and not have to worry you know what i mean i don't i, wouldn't, I don't think a milk could cover you forever but mate if you invested it well you probably yes would. But yeah, probably. I wouldn't, I don't know, I'd really miss, I find it, like, thinking about it now, I'm like, what the fuck? That'd be so weird, not yeah. coaching, like, not, I don't know, it, w- it would be strange, especially because, like, a lot I of my goals say- and aspirations are in coaching, yeah. so if someone's just pay you off, you'd be a bit like... I'd say I'd go do, like, my master's in SNC, I'd then do, like, the, I'd, I'd, do I'd that, just... Mate. You're not smart enough. I am smart enough, mate, I'd easily be able to do it. I'd, I'd probably get the maximum amount of qualifications I could, so I could have that as like something to work towards, so it's progressive. And then I'd be like, right, go to Liverpool and be like, you're hiring me as your SNC coach. And then I, but then, am I not allowed to be an SNC coach? Because I'm not allowed to coach. No, you're not allowed to do coaching. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. I don't, what, about, what about bodybuilding? Uh, I'm at the age now where I couldn't put it like darts, Nah, like I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be able to. No, but if I was like 15, yeah, because I'd be like, right, I'm just going to put all my time into another sport that I know that I could be good at, you know, and I'd put all my energy into that. But at 23, like I'm not a spring chicken anymore when it comes to a sport. Like it would have to be something like snooker or pool that I find fucking boring. Darts, I'd have to be, you'd be fine, mate. They're all fat, so you'd be literally right in there. I do, um, mate. You, I, I fucking love snooker and darts. So. <laughs> mate, we, we need to play. We've never played. Like, you beat me at bowling. We mate, need to I do beat it. you at everything. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'll even beat you in bodybuilding. I'm a men's physique guy. Fuck. Yeah, but you're, you're a big cheat, so you can't compare. You should have yeah, stayed. I don't know about that. That's not even, you don't even have that argument anymore, because I can just be like, it's not a level playing field. Yeah, not like that, yeah. Wouldn't you be able to compete? Even if you beat uh, yeah, snooker, I can be like, yeah, but you're on gear. So you're yeah, exactly. Height and reaction time, bro. <laughs> That's what it'll be. Uh, I'm trying to think. Could, it, could we do like CrossFit? I'd like to get into walking football when I'm 50 plus. I'm signing up to that. We're doing that, mate, when we're over 50. We're doing walking football. Yeah, to be fair, if I was to like stop bodybuilding, I would go back into football, but it just wouldn't, obviously wouldn't be at a high level. Yeah. But I'm then the thing is, like, if you're not trying good. to perform at a high level, you just become complacent and you play Sunday yeah. league and go out drinking and shit. Like, I reckon I'd, I reckon I'd do football, but I'd like to be like playing basketball. I'd like to do something most days. Like, I'd like have a basketball training session Tuesday and I would play Friday nights. I'd want to play football on Thursday and Sunday, and then I would play five aside or something. You know, like Wednesday night. So I'm doing something. Yeah, it is funny how much bodybuilding takes out of you. Because imagine trying to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no chance. chance. Yeah, no chance. I'd be midway through the five-side game. Like, guys, sub me off. Time for M4. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it would be. It does take a lot out of you. But yeah, yeah anyway, definitely. we're not going to give an exact amount of money because I, just, I don't know. Sorry, that's a poor answer, but I'm not going to go this amount and then someone PayPal me and then I've got to stop coaching. Don't want that to happen, no, do we? Guys, nobody PayPal is exactly a million each. Please <laughs> don't do it. <laughs>
<laughs> right, um, Woody's question for me. When heading into a short aggressive diet phase, should cardio be added right away um, or used as a tool? And I'm going to be honest, mate, it will depend obviously on where your food's at. I would usually say no. I wouldn't be putting cardio in initially, but it depends on really how aggressive you need to be. But I'd say if you've worked your food up, you can pull off from food and you can do things that are slightly less fatiguing, maybe not as impactful to recovery. So, steps. If they're low and it inputs high through food, pull food down, push steps up, sound. Cardio would be something I'd put in after a few weeks, depending on how aggressive you need to be. Yeah, I think it depends how quick you want to get it done. Uh, if it's like yeah. six weeks and you're like, oh, I want to pull off 20 pounds in six weeks. Again, depends completely on the starting point, but I would generally be like, right, let's not piss about. Let's do this, do that. Get you in a pretty aggressive deficit. Like for example, if you pull... 2000 calories away from someone's training day and 1500 from a rest day give them two sessions of cardio a week when they've not been doing any and yeah that's the same or even just add 2000 steps like they're gonna drop a good amount of weight pretty pretty quickly yes. so you know if you if you need to be really aggressive with it then i would say yeah there's no there's no harm in putting cardio in yeah, the thing is putting cardio in doesn't mean putting in an hour of cardio a day no, doing, it's not like you start you tidy up and go, oh my God, yeah, I'm straight on the bike, you know? Yeah, it's it's not all or nothing. It's the same with, with food. Yeah, it's like, you know, being aggressive with the diet doesn't mean that you pull it all away. Yeah, you don't go, you stop eating now. Yeah, you go, right, I'm going to pull off from 750 carbs, you're going down to 350. And people think, fucking hell, that's loads. It's like, yeah, it's loads, but it's still room to pull off from. Like, yeah. especially in a contest prep as well, like, I know you spoke about an aggressive diet, but even in a contest prep, like you should be aggressive right at the start because yes, you don't want to use all your tools at once, but also if you pull down, let's say you're starting at 850 carb and week one, you go down to 500. You think, what, 350 carbs off? It's like, yeah, but you're never going to finish this prep on 500 carbs. Like, so we're just trying to be assertive straight away and and get a good chunk off. So it's very similar to an aggressive diet. It's just on a, a sort of greater sort of scale. I went from 9.10 to 6.30 first week. <laughs> That's why I remember my carb drop. But even that, it like, could definitely be yeah, more aggressive be than more. that. Like, what did you end up on? Yeah. Uh, on training days, 200. Non-training yeah. days, trace. So even <laughs> you know? if you went down to 400, you just still had a lot of room to play with. And you probably wouldn't have ended up on any less. You'd have just been more aggressive at the start. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. You wouldn't have had to get down to 50 carbs like because you were too no, aggressive no. at the start. You'd have probably just been like, oh, fuck, you know, this food's making me continue to lose for however long. And then, right, now I need to be more aggressive with it. Or now I need to pull down to 350, 300. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, go on. I was just going to say, people expect to see like a big change by pulling off 50 carbs at the start of a diet. It's like, you're not really going to see. If you're eating like 5,000 calories and you pull 200 calories, the percentage is absolutely, like you you won't even realise. Like again, like if you're prepping for 30 weeks, maybe, but if you're prepping for like 20 or like in Woody's case, an aggressive fat loss phase, You've just got to be aggressive. That's how it's got to be, unfortunately. Right. Uh, Jordan Williams, um, opinion on the recent PCA show. Jordan finished third, if I'm not mistaken, in the junior physique uh, category. Jordan, mate. Jordan, you're absolutely robbed. You're robbed. I don't even know what you look like, (laughs) but you were robbed, mate. (laughs) Anybody anybody who finishes third was robbed after Finn finished third. I was robbed, mate. For God knows what those bridges were seeing. I should have won. David, yeah, sure. David, David looked like shit. I, I, I was <laughs> fucking robbed. 
<laughs> David, I'm, Finn's going to drop David a message like, hey, mate, there might be a quote that gets back to you about the recent <laughs> podcast. I was only joking. It was a joke. Honestly, mate, no, you, that so you looked incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Jordan, mate, thanks for, for the question. Uh, quite cool to, to hear like a, a guy who competed on the weekend, you know, like listening to the podcast. Um, if I'm honest, I actually thought he, has, he had really good shape. Um, genuinely, I looked at, I saw the question come in and I saw his photo and I was like, oh, he competed. So I clicked him as a cow and uh, yeah, he finished third and he's, he's shaped his, good. Like he, his name? Uh, Jordan underscore with uh, W-I-L-1. And uh, he needs a lot more muscle. He'll, I think he'd be the first one to say that. Like, but he looks relatively good for physique. Like he's for for a guy who's just starting off first timer. I mean, the stage shots were good. Condition was good. What like, is it? Again? And we went to uh, Jordan underscore Williams with a one instead of the second L in Williams. How do you and then I know that with an A or with an O. Uh, a Jordan. It's not coming up. And then we have. Oh. I'll, uh, I'll send you his account, mate. Oh, I think... oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. And then we had James McDermott, who says it's all well. He, who won? He listens to the Once You're In Your Own podcast. He thanked me for following him or following him back, which is a bit weird. Not not in a weird way, like that for him to message me. I just mean, like, it's me. So I'm just dropping you a follow because I saw that you competed. And James looked fantastic, to be fair. Again, I think he'd be the. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, uh, we've got this is Jordan. He finished third. If you look at the second photo in this one, I don't think the lighting's doing a Absolutely robbed, mate. <laughs> robbed. Uh, no, is it the third one? Whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Let's have a look. This guy yeah. should have won. Yeah, it looks decent, doesn't it? <laughs> that guy should have won. This guy was robbed. But, mate, if you, were watching, if you were watching, all he needed was tighter shorts on the right. That's all he needed. I mean, yeah, PCA loves tight on. shorts. And, uh, and then, mate, type in James McDermott. Have a look at the, um, the, the guy that won. He was the, yeah. the junior. This is a good So, shape. yeah. Yeah. He's got good shape, hasn't he? He's got very good shape. Yeah. Go on, lad. Let's see. Go on, lad. Keep, keep your mate, head take down, your Jordan. Keep yeah, your head Jordan, down, take, take your shoes off. off. Take your shoes off, mate. Keep your head in Jordan, line. Jordan, yeah. <laughs> mate, stay on there. Jordan's going to no, get no, mentioned. No, no. <laughs> No, I'm gonna put it on the on the Instagram. There we go. We're not we're not gonna right. turn it into a form feedback. We do that all day. No. And then have a look, mate, at the guy who won. Um Jordan, you gotta keep your head down on these hinges, bro. Yeah, you would have won if you had these head that <laughs> like your posterior mate would have been so much better. We're only joking. we're only well, like we're joking, but I'm being serious in terms of your form, but I'm only joking. We're not I don't want people to think we're taking the piss in a bad way. No. Uh, and then James McDermott. He was the one who won. James Hollingshead. I don't think he did a um, McDermott seven. There he is. Oh, mate. These boys, so this was, me. Uh, these boys both follow me. I didn't follow them back. Yeah, no, legitimate. Like, mate, when I followed, when I messaged him, uh, when I followed him back, he messaged me saying, like, thanks. I listened to the podcast, which is, is pretty mental. Um, Mate, you're on there now. Oh, you. Yeah, I feel bad about Jordan. Yeah. Why is it not coming up? There we go. That'll take my followers up to ten thousand, like you now, mate. I mean, my following for who I'm following. Yeah. So yeah, so we had. Mate, this is horrendous. I've just realised this is horrendous for people on Spotify. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so James McDermott, he finished first. Um, I don't think he's got any stage picks oh. up. So James, 
glasses. You need to be getting in. Oh, Finn's glasses is sweet. Oh, no. Yeah, James, you need to be getting up some stage photos, mate. It'd be good to see. Um, but Whoa, condition, it looks like Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, condition really good. Uh, shaped fantastic. Again, I think he'd be the first one to say he, he does need more size. But again, at a junior level, the vast majority of people will do. Um, but yeah, he, he looked really good. And uh, his posing was really good as well. Like, you can tell when someone's confident in their posing. And uh, and I was really impressed with what I saw. So, yeah, fair play, mate. Fair play. Condition, spot in terms on. Of I mean, the, that's most. For men's physique as well, like, in comparison to, to Jordan, and I'm sure Jordan will be aware, like, this guy James's arms and delts are just a lot rounder and fuller yeah which is literally just a case of time I'm yeah bigger. but no it does look good yeah no it looks really good so yeah I was I was happy I was I was really impressed with the the standard all, all the first time it shows there's always happy like, with the standard were you they're not yeah, doing it for you mate nah but I was as impressed like coming as a, as an overall winner of last year in the uh, in one of the shows, uh, so like I've got, I almost feel like I'm talking to these people, you know. It's just like I've got such a good opinion on it, but no, it was. Um, I think PCA shows, first time shows. There's always like a few select people where they're like, "Fucking hell, like, they're really, really good." Like, there's always like a few people you can tell it's a first show, unfortunately, and there's always a few people who are fucking fantastic. The guy who won the overall, uh, mate, you saw him. You looked like really good, didn't you? Like. Um, yeah, and I thought all the overall like people in the lineup were, were fantastic from all uh, classes. So, yeah, I think there was one guy in the overall lineup that I was a bit like, oh, he doesn't really look like he won the class, but hey, uh, you only compete against who you compete against at the end of the day. I'd probably say James finished second out of the overall people. So, yeah, that would be, uh, like I said, really good. And the guy who beat him, the, the, the guy who won the overall was fantastic. Um, admittedly, I didn't really watch the bodybuilding. Um, I, I think the guy who won the... Was it the overall? I think he was one of Tom's clients, so yeah. evolution training, which again doesn't really surprise me. I mean, Tom seems to like wipe the floor with the vast majority of PCA shows now. So, yeah, if you want to win a PCA show, evolution training is probably your guy. If I'm honest, he seems to win the vast majority. So, yeah, pretty much just shouting out everybody on the podcast nowadays. Uh, but yeah, overall pretty good. Have you seen any of it, mate, other than what I've said? Or no, nah, mate, I don't follow big cheaters. Fair enough. Jordan might not be a big cheat. I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. Jordan. Jordan, we need to confirm if you're a big cheat. James, you're definitely a big cheat. We, we know you're a big cheat with those delts. But Jordan, we need to know, are you a big cheat? If not, mate, do the Natty shows. You do well. You wouldn't do well. He would do well in the Natty shows if he isn't a cheat. That, oh, imagine if he, isn't, if he is a cheat and he's like, fuck, they think I'm Natty. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he literally sat there and he's like, these bastards think I'm Natty. Fuck. <laughs> All right, mate, I'm going to wrap it up because it's getting late. Yep. I've got, plenty, I've got plenty to go through next week. Hey, up. Mate, I've just got a follow from Primo Supps. Sounds. And it's natural. Yeah. But they're not selling Primo, unfortunately. Just perform and, and Nova Farm stuff. Fuck. I got excited then. But yeah. But yeah. Right, guys. That's pretty much everything. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to answer them. Probably not next week, the week afterwards. Uh, and as always, thanks for all the story tags. Thanks for the mentions. Uh, and then likewise, thanks for all the questions that came in today. Uh, that is episode 40. As mentioned before, mate, have you got your water bottle? Here's to another 40. We'll, we'll do a cheers. Cheers, mate. Let's do it. Yeah, here's to another 40. And with that, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. See you later. <laughs>